Hey mama, welcome to the Positive on Purpose podcast, where we help stress out moms, resist the guilt, and reframe with grace. Where we teach you how to dial down the negative and turn up the positive so that you can show up as the mentally fit mama you were meant to be. We are your hosts, twins, moms, movement makers, and coffee dates for life. I'm Jamie Shefke. And I'm Jules Philippi. Get ready to put your positive pants on and let's dive in. Hey girl, so glad you pressed play today. Welcome back to the Positive on Purpose podcast. We are super excited to bring you this topic on return on happiness or ROH, which we'll get to for sure. But, (laughs) and as you may remember from a few episodes before this, I am a certified science of happiness trainer. So we'll take a lot of this content from the happiness journey book and research. So we're really excited. Now, before we get there, we're going to cover... We want to try something a little different today. We really want to take the time to highlight some of the reviews that we have received, and we are so, so grateful for it. And we just really want to share that because it is a great way to support us and to keep spreading our message and our mission to help more women, more moms show up mentally fit. Um, So today's uh, review comes from hill.k. It says, the perfect quick pick-me-up for a busy mom. Jules and Jamie offer such a nice perspective on everyday scenarios, and we could all use the positive vibes that they're sharing through this podcast. So thank you so much, Hill.K. That means so, so much we to us. so appreciate that. And we want to be able to share with you how you can do that and spread the word because Mama, if you found this, if you're finding this podcast to be helpful in certain seasons of your life, there's probably another mama who needs it too. Exactly. We've talked to a few of our friends and um, new women in our community that, you know, ask like, I'm loving the podcast. Like, how can I help? And really how you can help. We know in our outro, we talk about tag us so we can express our gratitude. And we do. We we will send personal thank yous and voice text of appreciation. Share it to our stories. That's a great way you can help commenting on those posts about our podcast, um, subscribing, of course, so you don't miss a new episode yeah, so like you, this you one. You always get like a nice little notification when a new yes. one comes up and then every Wednesday. Leaving a short, sweet review, and we will recognize it. We will thank you. It means, again, the world to us and helps get this message out. Yes. Right? So we just thought we'd share that right off the bat with some gratitude, and we just appreciate you taking that time to do yeah. that for us. Start today. Start today. <laughs> with some gratitude. That's right. Okay, so let's dive into this concept of return on happiness. So that term is coined in research, and it's based on this sub like we're subconsciously tallying up pros and cons of a decision in mm. order to like really maximize our happiness. So sometimes you may be aware of this, but most times I think it is a very subconscious thing. Yeah. So think about it like we are active traders mm. like seriously you guys <laughs> we are we are engaged in some some type of trading nearly every day all the time mm-hmm. examples of that like maybe you trade um you know extra sleep like you sleep in yeah. But you trade that where, you know, for us, and like, we talked about this last or a few exercise. episodes ago. Yeah, our exercise or like our morning routine. routine. Like mm-hmm. that's something you trade. Like, yes. okay, I'm going to trade more sleep for less me time. Or 
uh, maybe a 40 plus hour work week, we trade to have a paycheck. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know, I mean, you're trading time to, you know, to do that. And yeah. then you're training, you have less time with your family. Yeah. Or right? maybe you, like with your career, mm-hmm. you uh, just picked up a promotion oh, that's yeah. going to require, you know, 40 plus hour work or whatever, a little higher than normal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe, that takes away. Or travel, maybe yeah, your promotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe yep. you took a new job far further away from home so yeah. now you've added a commute which takes away from yeah and that, that paycheck we trade for oh geez I don't know food gas gas <laughs> living all those things yeah. so we are just super super active traders so our goal for you today is to realize you know have an awareness of what really is a trade up mm-hmm. versus a trade mm-hmm. down yep okay what are well cover like two concepts in the book, The Happiness Journey of maximizing versus satisfying, as well as the hedonic uh, or hedonic versus eudaimonic. So those are definitely things that we're going to cover here to just give you a little bit more of an idea of like certain, each one of those like will either increase your happiness or decrease it. So let's dive into those. So first of all, we're going to start with maximizing versus satisfying. So maximizing is really this type of perfectionism, which (laughs) if you've been here once again for a couple episodes, Jules and I, we call ourselves recovering perfectionists. We We, are under construction for sure on that topic. We struggle with this a bit. So like maximizers tend to compare all possible options. Like you have a hard time making a decision. You often ask others for input on the decisions because it has to be like approved or like you need this permission to do it. And this could not be more relatable. Are you starting to like, are you like, (laughs) oh, are you nodding your head right now? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that's totally me. Right. Or satisficers or satisficing is this idea of good enough. Like, okay, you know, I've, I'm satisfied to some extent, but I'm going to sacrifice something. Yeah. You know, like the, like the trade off of it, or, you know, like the consequence or whatever, but you're still going to be like, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, and so those are the two. And so we thought we'd give a little bit more examples of both of them. So for instance, like with, you know, maximizing. So, yeah. So like for us, this is a this is a real life this, example. Yes. If you're a friend, you know, if you've you know been with us at dinner, yes, you, um, you, you, if your husband, your husband, yes, yes, is ordering off the menu, oh, where yeah. the guys will know exactly what they want, they know what they like, or I I know Mike for a fact will ask the server like. What's your best recommendation? Oh, yeah. And that's like, I mean, and but it doesn't even, it's not something he hums and haws over. No. He just Mm-mm. trusts it and is like, all right, good enough. Let's do it. Yeah. Whereas Jamie and I will say, mm, okay, well, that one has bacon on it. And, and that, that one, one oh, has pesto. So yeah. do you think I could get the pesto? Switch it? And, yep. and then, oh, should we do the this kind of bread or not the bun? And oh my gosh, it you guys. ridiculous. Back and forth, back and forth. Just we yeah and yeah we'll ask each other yep. you know so yep. asking for each other's opinions input and, and input and, input yep. and yeah and this dives a little bit further in in the book the happiness journey about how like when you take such a long time to like make a decision like that oh, mm-hmm. then you almost have this like regret afterwards because then somebody like you know the food comes to the table we'll just use this example real quick and then you're like dang that looks really good like maybe I shouldn't have like you know I had to make all the after substitutions all that, or after all yes. the energy that you put exactly. into it and decision fatigue yes and so that kind of leads us into another area that we experience this in as maximizers is like our social media content sometimes yes. like we, we care okay oh, that's but I always say I'm like I care about what I communicate Kate. 
And, and that is important, yes, but to the point where, uh-huh. you know, yeah, it honestly affects your, it affects your happiness, right? Because after a while, like, you have this intent and you're excited to share this content. And serve. And serve. And, serve. and then you're like, oh, yeah. by the end of it, you're just so frustrated. You're like, how did that take me so long? Yes. So, all right, again. Are you starting to recognize or like relate with us that you're yes. that maximizer or the satisficer? Like Jules had noted with Mike, maybe with the the menu or, mm-hmm. you know, with Cody, um, you know, I think there's just times. I think that's why we balance each other out so yes. well sometimes because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I have such a hard time to make a decision. <laughs> yes. Right. And then he can make a decision a little bit quicker or he just he's just OK with it being, like I said, that concept of good enough. Yes. So. Okay, those are those two. Yes. Let's head on to the next one, which is hedonic versus eudaimonic. So this one's really great. Hedonic is this, think about it like it's maximizing pleasure. So like it's this feeling good concept. So when, so we've talked about in episode two, right? Or our first episode after our introductory one was, you know, positive and negative emotions. So when you're feeling a negative emotion, typically you go to a hedonic um, quick fix. Yes, quick fix. Honestly, that's <laughs> right? a great. That's a great way to put it. Yes, like you go to this quick fix. Fix that's going to give you this great pleasure sense, right? And you're like, this is going to make me happier. And yes, in the moment it does, mm-hmm. but as we'll share with you, it doesn't last. It's not okay? sustained, right? It's not sustained. Yes. On the other hand, eudaimonic is not really d- directly linked to our physical or or personal pleasures. It's linked to more like responsibility, um, duty. Honor. So that's more of like if you're serving, like serving your community yes. or like leading a group exercise class or mm-hmm. something, like you're feeling this sense of eudaimonic happiness because you have a deeper connection impact. to the people, impact. Yeah. Yes. So that's where, um, again, that, as we're saying this, like, are you finding yourself mm-hmm. in some of these that situations? Awareness. That awareness. Yeah. Yep. So, like, with hedonic, it's like we get used to things. And that's this concept of adaptation. Jules, do you want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was thinking with the co- like hedonic oh, being yes. coffee, like, yes. you know, yeah, when we, um, <laughs> when I have an experience and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I just mm-hmm. feel in the frustration or just like whatever, I just go, to a coffee yes. like coffee is my joy my mm-hmm. jam mm-hmm. Um, that's true but yeah we could cover that a little bit let's go there for a little bit yeah. so coffee yes is certainly one for us um, like getting your hair done or your nails, nails done like yes. that makes you feel good right but yes. then after a while I'll, I'll speak to this but adaptation comes into where like you just get used to seeing that color on your nails and it's okay you know yes. it's nice they're done but like it's just kind of you're you're over it or you know we like drinks like let's go have a drink you know yeah. again in the moment you're feeling good like maybe you have a couple too many drinks yeah. and then the next morning that might not be the case right yeah. so that's like an example of hedonic and um the science of happiness calls this concept the hedonic treadmill because it's like we have this pursuit of pleasure and it's like we're walking on a treadmill treadmill but we're not actually getting anywhere so it's like you know yeah we can relate to that oh can you right so it's like you feel the pleasure you're happy you adapt and then you look for the next pleasure so it's just like this little circle that just never ends or again on this treadmill that just keeps going um love that so and then adaptation is basically just that, where, like, you get used to things, you know, like, we get used to things physically, like, if, like a sense of smell, right? Like, you have your perfume on, it smells so good, and then yeah. after a while, you're like, I don't smell anymore, you know? Like, <laughs> that's so true, <laughs> right? Um, so that's just, like, a physical adaptation, and then... Um, 
like emotional again, like you may have a hard season that you're in and then you build certain muscles and resilience muscles that help that. And then another season comes in that you have to adapt to. So, um, great example. Those are, those are definitely those two concepts. So when we speak, let's circle back to return on happiness, right? So like, Mm Remember, the, we've opened up this episode with we are active traders. Mm-hmm. So being aware of those certain tendencies, whether you're a maximizer or a satisficer, yeah. or you're spending more time on the hedonic treadmill versus really spending more time in your relationships with that eudaimonic, that's, how, that's really going to affect your return on happiness. So our goal, I think we can step into like our happiness homework for yes, you right here yeah so this is just a nice short and- sweet episode for you yeah. guys like we want you just to be aware of this concept um because the other thing is we thought with the holidays coming up and whatnot like yeah. we just wanted to like throw this at you that when we're thinking about hedonic versus eudaimonic and like buying gifts yeah, it's actually pretty fitting for you mm-hmm. know the pleasures that you know you're the joy and pleasure you're trying to bring to your family or your yes. loved ones. Um, I think sometimes, you know, as <laughs> society and yes. marketing, you know, oh, yes. it's like right mm-hmm. in your face with these hedonic pleasures. Yes. Um, and ha- like just having the clarity of like, what really is going to bring that joy or pleasure? Mm-hmm. And like, um, you know, <laughs> Focusing more on experiences yes. rather than things. That's yeah. where like Jamie and I have really focused mm-hmm. within the last, I would even say oh, five Oh, years. good. Yeah, like, I think so. That would be very And we accurate. have really felt like it's a huge difference uh-huh. to us. And our husbands know this. Like, oh, yes. we don't want anything. We just want a gift of an experience. Yeah, <laughs> which is why. So here's a great example. Last Christmas, they gave us the gift of going to the X Games. Yes. And luckily, we got that done before COVID. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. At the end of January. <laughs> yep. And so like. That's where you're, you know, it circles back to the eudaimonic, right? Because yes. we're, we're we're investing in time, yep. and time, our relationships, relationships, yes. and that, like, we we look back at that trip and like, oh, that was so awesome, that was so nice that we got that memories in, and that last. memories at last. Yes. So, you know, as we're approaching Thanksgiving and Black Friday, yeah. we thought this would this be would a be very, for that mm-hmm. very fitting topic to cover of, you know, whether it's your personal return on happiness or. I mean, even when you're gifting something to somebody else, like that's still going to have an effect on you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. 100%. For sure. Yeah. So, okay. Here's your happiness homework. So first of all, I think let's start with the maximizing versus satisficing. Mm -hmm. Which one are you leaning towards? Right? Like which one are you resonating with? Are you, are you more on our side where you're that perfectionist type? So first of all, like we've talked about in past episodes, awareness is key. So have that awareness. Mm-hmm. No okay. judgment. No judgment at all. You're not broken. We are not perfect. And Jamie and I are the same way, okay? Mm-hmm. It's it's not to um, get down on yourself right. or anything. Mm-hmm. We just want you to have the awareness because we're going to give you the tools to help. Correct. Yep. And so when you de- decide which one you're leaning towards, certainly it's always, again, like we speak to a lot of things in our, our health and fitness journey is it's a balance, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can have perfectionist tendencies in some things and that can be like, that can certainly serve you. Yeah. Um, and you can have satisficing ones, but if you always are like, Oh, it's good enough, you know, like yeah. that's, that may not serve you either. So like, you know, it's not a black and white answer. No. It's not this clean cut. It, it depends for everybody, but just find that balance of the two and just notice where maybe it can also be like, depending on certain situations, you might even be a maximizer versus a satisficer. So, That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one is for finding clarity. Like yes. we just want you to find clarity through this is to basically make a little 
what is that like a teacher yeah, thing? Like, say that. yeah like, we're make, the, draw a line draw a line down yeah, the paper go. Draw, just, yep, yep, let's take a piece of paper yep. <laughs> cut the whole paper and keep have. it simple sister <laughs> um, and then put on one side return on happiness like an increase on return on happiness and on the other side a decrease on yep. return on happiness mm-hmm. and then we just want you to fill in the sides of things that come to mind where you feel like okay this definitely increases my happiness or this yeah. decreases so we thought we'd give you some examples yeah so increasing return on happiness is again as we mentioned quality time um, this podcast this is so so rewarding mm-hmm. for us um, it's just we have we've just been talking about that too like it yeah. just is just generated right back to yep. our own happiness and when it when we talk about trading like we trade time to do the podcast exactly. right like we write out the outline we record it yeah. but it has such a big return on happiness because of what you guys have told us yes. like how it's and how we're helping how we're helping others and yes. that comes back to you demonic right exactly. that like duty of like serving you our, our community which we should really appreciate um another one would be like investing money into like a new skill right like that you're again trading time you're trading money but like that's a big return on happiness when again it maybe boosts your confidence. You're able to help somebody, yeah. you know, like maybe that's another one. Photography. Yeah. You know? I just had a new, a friend say that they just started a photography course for themselves, yep. you know, and love that. that in turn is going to help bring joy to other people yep. when they can capture those for moments. Sure. For us, some things that decrease our um, happiness or return on happiness is like watching TV, like Sometimes I do enjoy sitting down and watching TV, mm-hmm. but for the most part, for the goals that I have in life, for um, experiences that I want, mm-hmm. I'd rather like, you know, play games or something like that or go outside versus sitting in front of the television. So that's just an example there. Yeah. One for me would be um, commuting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I have found different ways to make the most of my commute with audibles, with podcasts, of course, um, but it's still time and time mm-hmm. that I'm not spending with my family or getting home at the right time you know to start dinner and do all the things yep. and and then you're just back into your routine and um yeah so commuting definitely yeah it's for a, sure it's a big chunk of time one last one i'll say maybe to that is like the news like watching yes. the news or reading the news like just be really mindful that phones. yes 40 percent of your happiness comes from your thoughts and so i want you we, we want you to be able to consume positive content and hey you sister you are here yes. so you are already on the path <laughs> to that so we appreciate that but yeah um, make that list again find that awareness spend more time on the activities and things that are gonna have a greater return on happiness good and um, then the yeah, yeah the last, last part we had was if you find yourself on that treadmill, hop off. Hop off that hedonic treadmill and start investing time in your relationships, in experiences. And just memories with others. Yeah, 100%. You got it, girl. Okay, and one more thing we want to share with you is from the Science of Happiness, um, the Happiness Journey book is by incorporating ROH, Return on Happiness, into our happiness strategy, we will find that the wheels of our happiness bicycle roll more smoothly over the bumps and unevenness that are part of that are part of life. As we make wise choices, our happiness journey will become less stressful, more rewarding, and filled with the happiness we've always wanted. Period. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Right Let's there. Right there. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Mama, we know your time is valuable, so we appreciate that you spent it with us. If this episode resonated with you, go share it with a friend, or we invite you to post it to social media and tag us so we can express our gratitude. And together, let's live more positive on purpose.